Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of Alopecia Life. Today's guest is Suhani Parikh, and we are talking about her debut book, Shreya's Very Own Style. We discuss South Asian culture, food, alopecia, and how to instill confidence in our children while keeping those traditions that shape us and resonate with us alive. For many, this is the gift-giving season. My thoughts about gifts that double as resources for change and healing around alopecia is that they are awesome. Growing up, there were absolutely no resources available, and that is not an exaggeration. There were no books, magazines, movies that showed hair loss as a positive, as something to be embraced and perceived as another way of being normal. When I get the opportunity to talk to new authors, writing books that will help our children, whether they have alopecia or not, raising awareness and being change makers in the world, I jump at the chance. This is Alopecia Life with your host, Deanne Graham. You'll hear interviews with specialists in their field and parents who are helping their child move through life while living with alopecia areata, along with conversations with alopecia rock stars who are making a difference. Alopecia Life is here to provide you with support, accurate information, inspiring stories, and life hacks to help you navigate the world of hair loss. Whether you've just been diagnosed or have had it for ages, Alopecia Life has been created to share all the information you may want or need to do alopecia your way. Suhani, thank you so much for joining me on Alopecia Life today. Thank you so much for having me, Deanne. Yeah. And you and I had a conversation a few weeks ago because you reached out about the recent book that you have authored and recently published. And I am really excited to talk about that. A lot of it ties into your alopecia story and cultural identity and things like that that are so important to convey to an audience these days and to our children. And I just want to start off by saying thank you for just designing and producing something so amazing. I was able to read the book and it was just fantastic. I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, it's been a it's been such a fulfilling experience to work on creating this story and I'm so excited to know that it's going to reach so many young minds and so many hopefully classrooms and communities. Why don't we start talking a little bit about your alopecia story? Sure. Well, my alopecia story started when I was four. Uh, that's when my mom first noticed uh, small patches of, you know, missing hair, you know, the diet, stereotypical dime-sized patches of missing hair on my head. And to be honest, throughout elementary school, I never really had to even acknowledge the fact that I had alopecia because I had such thick hair and long hair, and the spots were so small in the beginning. And so the only time I really was, you know, forced to realize that, okay, yeah, something is going on. I have alopecia when I used to run my hands through my hair and I would feel those smooth little, you know, patches of missing hair. So, you know, that's when I, I was reminded that I had alopecia and that, you know, something was going on. But once I hit seventh grade and I went to middle school, I think, I don't know if it was just supposed to come in that time of my life or it was the stress of, we had recently moved to a new community and we're going to middle school. I'm not sure, but Uh, that's when it got really bad. And I started losing hair right at the top of my head, like right where my, um, my part was my center part. And that was when I really couldn't hide it anymore. And so from there, it was always part of my life. And my hair went through these cycles every few years, it would, you know, almost all the way fall out, and then it would grow back in, and then it would again start falling out. And so it's always been like that. And it's just been something I was used to living with, to be honest with you. 
it was just, you know, a part of my life. And it did bother me when I was young. And I would see other, you know, people with long, pretty hair or like perfect curly hair, or they could style it any way they wanted. And I never could do that because I either had a spot I had to cover or I had a hairpiece I had on that I couldn't do anything with. And wigs are not like back then they were not what they are now. I mean, hair pieces are incredible now. But back then it was like this big chunky piece that I was wearing and I couldn't really do anything with it. So yeah, so that was the, that's, I guess, my alopecia journey in a nutshell of how it started and how it's kind of been with me even up until now. How did you start to kind of incorporate the story that you developed integrating talk about your culture and your identity and alopecia awareness and, and how all of that kind of came together? Yeah, you know, I knew that when I was when I started writing my books that I not only wanted to talk about some of these key topics that had played such a big role in my life, but also incorporate my own culture into that because you know, I look at everything from a South Asian perspective. You know, I'm I'm born and raised in the United States, but in upstate New York, but my family is is of Indian heritage and so that always impacts, you know, the way I see the world and, you know, the interactions I have with people and everything. I mean, that's just a part of my life. So I knew that that had to be a part of this book. And especially with South Asian culture and when it comes to alopecia, you know, hair plays such a big role in South Asian culture. For some reason, it's always given such high value, you know, having that perfect hair, but, you know, that like long, thick, straight hair, however, you know, whatever the definition is of it. I knew that that was something that I wanted to change through this book. And so this story, I mean, you've read it, it's very much based off my own experience, even the character where she has the spot on her head is exactly where I had that first big spot that I couldn't hide anymore on the top of my head, she has it in the same place. And so yeah, that I just sort of incorporated different elements of my upbringing into the story, you know, I did sports for a little bit of time when I was growing up, I danced a lot when I was growing up. So dance is a part of it. And of course, an Indian dance, the hairstyling and all of that is so crucial. And so all of, you know, all of those little things I knew I wanted to incorporate into the story and really show that part of this character. Yeah. And we should tell listeners um, the name of the book. Yes. It's uh, Shreya's very own style. (laughs) Yeah. And you have a couple other books. Are they in process right now of being written or are they totally done right now? Yes, uh, I have a second book coming out um, in a couple of months called Bina the Bookworm. That's already completed. It's being printed actually as we speak. Uh, very exciting. And um, I have another book coming out closer to the end of the year. That's about, I'm holding off on the title because I want it to be a big reveal. <laughs> but it's basically about cultural pride. It's about the lunchroom. It's about sharing the food of your home with your with classmates and being very proud of that part of your identity. And so that's what that story is all about. Yeah. Awesome. Is it okay if I ask if it's based on your girls? Because I'm looking at the illustration right now and I'm just wondering, just wondering. (laughs) Yeah, the characters' names of that book are Neva and Nimi. Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter's names are Nasa and Navia. And so I <laughs> I really struggled with wanting to incorporate their names. And then I just, you know, I was like, no, I don't want to put their names on it. I just, yeah. I'll give their, their characters a space of their own. But yeah, it is. It is based off of, based off of my daughters. So that, that book is very much written for them. And I hope that that book inspires them to be very proud of the culture that is theirs and that they're proud of the foods that they eat in their home and that they never shy to share that part of them with their peers. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Um, so so there is that kind of disconnect that happens when you go, how am I going to identify with my culture? And is this 
such a big thing around hair. And then we do have that food incorporation that comes into it. And I think it's, as we look at these types of things, what kind of message are you wanting to share with your daughters as they kind of go forward in life? And how old are they right now? I should ask. They're four and a half. I have twin girls. They're four and a half. Yeah. And I guess the message I want to, I want them to carry with them is that I, I hope that they're confident and aware of what's going on, you know, within them of their, of their heritage about uh, that they're aware of their likes, their dislikes, what they want to do in life. I hope to raise very aware children, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of what's going on within and also what's going on around them with the people that they interact with every day with the world. I, and I want them to be confident. I think those are the main messages I hope to pass along with my kids and I hope really sticks with them as they get older. Yeah, that's, that's really clear as far as the themes. I mean, you just look at your website as I look throughout it and you talk about characters and themes and social impact and you have other book recommendations. And I think that that sharing that with, with our daughters, with our children is just a fantastic message to send. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Thank you. Yeah. And as we go to your website, and there is a shopping link there, the book for Shreya is available by pre-order right now. Is that right? That's right. That's right. That's right. And then when is it looking to release? I am thinking it will be available as soon as I receive it, to be honest, from the printer as soon as it ships. (laughs) But um, it looks to be in the beginning of October. Awesome. All right. And then so you'll have that available and then you'll be shipping books from like your garage, your office. Is that what's what it's going to look like for you right now? Oh, yeah. It's very much a startup in that sense. I'm doing everything by hand. I'm from creating the books to packing and shipping them. It's all done from me with a lot of love. So um, yeah, right now it's very much the startup phase of this entire journey. But I do hope that this is very much just the beginning of Modern Miracle Books and that I'm able to do a lot more in the future. And especially with regards to sharing more stories from more diverse authors and, you know, with very unique stories to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm really impressed. I, I know I said this to you before that I'm really impressed by your website and how much you're really providing in, in the confidence area and the social impact. So, honey, sometimes alopecia and bullying go hand in hand, and I would love to hear your experience or lack of experience, I guess, you know, of of bullying, because it doesn't necessarily have to be a part of our reality. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, I developed alopecia where it could very much be seen when I was going into middle school. And personally, I... And I don't know if it was just because of the school I was in or the, you know, kids I was surrounded by the community, but kids were very kind. They didn't ask questions about it. I think mostly they didn't know what or how or, you know, how to approach it. But I never encountered any bullying, to be honest, about my hair. And I was really grateful for that. I think I was... I was very nervous about that as well. I was very nervous about the questions when I was young. I remember being, what, what's going on with your hair? Or why is your hair missing? Or, you know, are you, is that your real hair? That was like a constant fear of getting that question. But I wasn't really asked those kind of questions too often, especially when at school, I was never asked those questions. And so, especially with writing Shreya's very own style, I knew that that was something I definitely didn't want to incorporate into the story because one, I had never experienced it. And two, I feel like when things like that are often 
added into children's books, it kind of puts things into kids' minds when they weren't there, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted to sort of keep it as a very, very focused on the main character's feelings and then also show her friends being very, very supportive because I had very supportive friends growing up. And so I really wanted to model that for kids who may be reading this story who don't have alopecia, that that's a way that they can react and be, you know, empathetic towards kids who are in Shreya's position who might have alopecia and so that they would better understand what their feelings might be. And I really want to model that support, that strong support system versus a bullying type of behavior. So that was important for me to incorporate into that book. Into yeah, this book as well. I think it's good. We have a lot of books that talk about, you know, the bullying aspect of it or how how to be a better friend in this in that regard. But really, it doesn't have to be part of everybody's reality to start. So we have to address it all the time within a book. So I think that that's just fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. And going forward, what do you see? I know we talked about, you know, you have a couple books coming out um, towards the end of the year and that's really exciting as well. But what do you see coming up next? Oh gosh. Okay. So next I do want to start working with other authors and really sharing their own stories from their perspective and really unique stories that don't exist yet. That's my, that's my real goal is to bring more of these diverse stories to bookshelves. And so I hope to be able to do that as soon as next year, hopefully, if everything works out the way I plan for it to. <laughs> and then I also have a lot of stories that I really want to write as well. I'm just waiting for the, the, my work on these three books to kind of come to an ending for their creation to be complete. And then I hope to start writing again. I love writing. It's hard for me to juggle the balance between being, I guess, a business and a writer. I really want to spend all my time writing, but then I have so many other parts of getting this company off the ground that I need to devote my time to right now from marketing to, you know, logistics, shipping, like all of that. It'll be nice to finally be in the space where I can start writing again. And really, I, I hope to be able to do that again really soon. Awesome. Well, I am really excited for you and for Shreya's very own style to come out in just probably potentially days or weeks. I mean, that's that's really exciting to have that in your hands. It just feels so good to see your book in your hands. I know that feeling. Yeah, I'm just wishing you the best. And where can people find you on social media when they're looking for you? I'm on Instagram. My handle is at Modern Marigold Books. And I'm also on Facebook as well, at Modern Marigold Books as well. Fantastic. And we will have all of that in the show notes for our listeners, along with your website for where they can find their own copy of your book. Great. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks for being with us today, Suhani. Thank okay. you so much, Dan. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As you think about ways to help your child accept, understand, and embrace their alopecia, consider Shreya's very own style or any of the other fantastic books from authors I've interviewed here on Alopecia Life that convey a message for change. Your child will thank you. When you're looking for Suhani's website, you can find it at modernmarigoldbooks.com. And please check the show notes for Instagram and Facebook links. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. 
Thank you for listening. Join our Alopecia Life Facebook group and find out more information at headonlifecoaching.com. The information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment and is meant for general information purposes only. If you're enjoying these episodes and finding the tips helpful, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to and download podcasts. Yes. 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 Yes.